You're listening to the Sam Oye Podcast, the program that uplifts your spirit, renews your mind, and transforms your life every week. And now, here is your host, the Reverend Sam Oye. Psalm 102 in verse 13. Psalm 102. Is anybody there? Blessed be your name, Jesus. Now, this is not the kind of scripture that you will want the preacher to read for you. How many of you are aware that by just reading the word of God, the Bible says you are blessed? There's a blessing in just reading God's word. Just reading it. Somebody needs the verse on the screen more than your fellow beside you. And so I will please implore that you take it seriously as we read. I'm going to give you an opportunity to read it together with me. I'll read first and I will ask you to read later. Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Samoe for the time to favor him. Yeah, the set time has come. Amen. Now you have your own opportunity. One, two, go, everybody. May, may your experiences not shut your mouth when your mouth needs to be open to change your experiences. Did you hear what I just said right now? Uh, some of us will not want to speak because the moment you see favor and you remember that you've gone through labor, your experiences in the world of labor will want to tell you that verse is not for you. The devil is a liar. Am I talking to somebody here? Uh, you're going to let the word flow out of your mouth until the word changes the situation around you. Kingdom people don't speak based on what they see. They speak based on the things they want to see. God came and saw darkness. He wanted light. He spoke light. You don't speak your experience. You speak your desires. Am I talking to somebody in the house of God? You use your mouth to frame your world. You speak the things that you desire to see. That is how kingdom works. You want to see what you want to see, then you use your mouth as a weapon to create it. For the walls that we see were framed by the words of God. In essence, the world you are seeing today in your life it's been framed by the words that have come from your mouth. So you're not going to close your mouth at a time uh, like this when people are given an opportunity to reframe their worlds about the words that come from their mouth. You will not allow your experience to shut your mouth and say, hey, your life has been too hard. Favor is not for you. The devil is a liar. You're going to open your mouth and say, thou shall arise and have mercy upon Samoe. And honestly, if you don't need favor, please just put my name there. That's okay. I mean, Joe prayed for his friends and God blessed him. Amen. So you can declare and, and you know, thou shall arise, Lord, and have mercy upon Samoe. For the time to favor Samoe has come. That's all right. That's part of generosity. And honestly, I will really receive that. Can we do that after the count of two? One, two, go. Uh-huh.
I didn't hear my name from anybody's lips. What's going on? Not even my wife mentioned my name. Because she also needs the favor of God. How many of us here need the favor of God over our lives? Let's be frank. How many of you need favor? <laughs> how many of you are aware that the favor is in dimensions? How many of you know that we are not equally favored? How many of you know that we all carry favor but not equally favored? I hope you all know that the sons of Jacob all carry favor with Jacob but not equally because Joseph carried an exceptional one. Is that true? Are you aware that the Bible says somebody who was highly favored? Some are favored, some are highly favored. A few years ago, I came into the city and I met with a man of God and uh, I, just, I just noticed that there was this exceptional favor on his life. Things that others struggle to get, God just surrounded him with people. Let, let, let me say this to you before I go too far. One of the proofs that God has favored you is that he will surround you with people that makes your life easy. Labor is indicative that the kind of people that should help you have either not come in or they've been withdrawn. Trust me, labor is the absence of people who can make life easy. <laughs> labor is the absence of the kind of people who can make life easy. Business, ministry, whatever. Because of my time, and that's what we're going to be praying for tonight. We're going to be praying for uh, the, the explosion of favor over our lives. Amen. How many of you want to move from the stairway into the lift way? Either way, you will get there. Amen. I will never forget the experience that shaped my thinking. And that was at the um, radio house. I want to visit some individuals at the radio house. I was going to the 10th floor. And um, I realized that while I was standing... I was told that there are two ways. They said, the lift, had just, the lift had just gone up. And they said, I either have to wait for the lift or that, can you see these people who are going through the stairway, that you can also follow the stairway and you will get to the top. And the reality was, that was true. If you go by the stairway, you will get to the top. If you go by the lift, you will get to the top. The difference is that you will get to the top uh, on different expenses. Those who go by the stairway will get to the top at their own expense. One, they are going to lose time. Number two, they are going to lose energy. Those who go by the lift will gain time and they will gain energy because they are not going up by their own effort, not by their strength, and not at their own expense, but at the expense of a machine. Are you listening to what I'm saying here? And so I learned that very day that the best thing I need, really need to do in this life is to figure out how I can be rightly positioned in this thing called favor uh, so that the things that human energy can produce, the favor of God can produce. You all know that where we are today is not by any human effort. I'm sure you know that, amen. You know it's not by, how much did we save to be here? How much did we save to buy this land? How much did we save to, to build the church? 
How much have we saved to get to where we are? Just the lights you have here alone, if we tell you how much the lights are, it's not good to tell you so so we don't develop a ministry to start plugging them for sales, you know. <laughs> you know so, but, but if you get to know, if you get to know your multimedia, what is powering your, if you know what it is, we don't run on NEPA. How did that happen? Not by labor. Now listen to me. Hard work is wonderful. It's great to work hard. I teach on hard work. Work hard. Work hard. You know. <laughs> Let me say this. Is if everything you have in your life is something you can explain, then God is out of it. Hi, if you see how I work hard there, how I saved. It took me two years to save. Haven't you read the Bible where the Bible says you consider the lilies this pin knot? And yet, they are clothed. It says consider the birds of the air. They don't labor. And yet, they eat. This is Jesus trying to introduce to us the concept of favor. If everything you have in your life is traceable to, oh, look at what I did. Then where is God? God makes the difference. If all I can say is happening in the church is based on the fact we went for evangelism. You look at what happened to us early in this year, January, when normally we were like, okay, well, January is always a low moment. Uh, you know, January is a low moment in Abuja. People don't come to church. And, and it was in January that the church crossed over 1,000 limit. No evangelism. We were wondering, where were people coming from? When God is ready to grow his work, listen, you know the Bible says, Paul planted, Apollo watered, and that's the end of human effort. Did you hear what I just said? You didn't catch that. No, it will take you some time, maybe weeks. <laughs> Paul planted, Apollo watered, and that is necessary, but that's how far human effort can go. And if all you want to talk about in life, look, look at how I am planting. And you know, sometimes the reason why you may not enjoy favor is because you have so much confidence in your commitment to planting. Paul planted, Apollo watered. He said, but the Lord gave. So increase is given. The Lord gave what's that? The increase. Increase is given. When I saw that scripture, it came alive in me. I said, Father, give me increase. Hello, if you are in the kingdom, stop thinking you deserve increase. <laughs> stop thinking you deserve it. The Lord gave, so you better ask. If it was something that was just given to all children of God because they deserve it, you should have had increase by now. If you do not ask for it, you will not get it. Ask for it. I won't say more than that. So very briefly tonight, I want to look at this concept on favor. We are looking at how to overcome the obstacles to family breakthroughs and family progress. What are the reasons why families, just, families don't just make the kind of progress that they ought to make? Why is it that businesses don't make the kind of progress that they ought to make? Why is it that churches don't make the kind of progress that they ought to make? We have to be very brutal with ourselves. 
Some of us know very deeply on the inside of us that we should have been farther than where we are. Is anybody like that that want to be very truthful with yourself? You know within you, you should have been farther than where you are. Wave your hands at me. Fantastic. That's why we're all gathered here tonight. And that's why we're gathering here next week. We want to deal with the subject matter. How many of you believe here that my family should have gone beyond where we are? I, for some reasons, I don't know why we're where we are, but my family should have gone beyond here. Come on, wave your hands at me. Fantastic. So we want to break this limitation to progress. We want to break it. And the first thing I want to say is that struggles will continue until favor intervenes. Struggles will continue until favor intervenes. Struggle will continue until favor intervenes. The reason is very simple. When favor intervenes, struggle is suspended. Because favor is a spiritual force. <laughs> favor is a spiritual force. Favor is not a virtue, it's a spiritual force. And what favor does is that it guarantees uncommon happenings. <laughs> Did you hear that, sir? Favor is a spiritual force that guarantees, what's that? Uncommon happenings. Check any man who is favored and you'll be seeing uncommon happenings around their lives. Favor will come upon you tonight. That amen is coming from the world of labor. <laughs> Hard work is good. Hard work is very good. And if prosperity were to be by hard work, truck pushers would have been the richest. Do you agree with me? Those who carry bags. Have you seen people carrying bags in the market? Hey, let me say this. How many of you have been to a construction site where people carry blocks? That's hard work. Man of God, that is hard work. You see, let me say something to you here. Right there at the construction site, that's where you will even begin to see this, the disparity in this world. How the one is carrying the block. If some have developed skill, listen. Some have, some have built an institution around their dysfunction. Do you know what it means to build, to develop skills around hardship? You are not listening. <laughs> Such that now some know how to carry, like, throw, they are throwing blocks, throwing bags of cement. They, and then, you know, when people say, the cement thrower, you say, yeah, now nah, maybe that. You know, because it, it can, because it can throw like 20 bags of cement within a short time. And he prides in the fact that he has developed skills around that ship. <laughs> Pastor John just remind. There's one here. I won't mention his name. There's one that comes to work for us here. He's a Muslim. And anytime he's carrying those heavy loads and he's demonstrating those skills, and you call his name, there's a name they call him the one who has power. The strong one. When you are calling him like that, he begins to manifest them all. <laughs> now, now listen to me. 
in that same construction site where you have people, you know, working so hard, carrying blocks and carrying cement. There's one guy who puts on an ailment and just puts his hand around the back. When I walk out, for those of you who are watching by way of the internet, we just want to let you know that when they work hard in our country simply means, uh, are you working hard? You know, so. <laughs> you know. And you know, so he comes around and just puts his hand behind him and sometimes just taking a little bit of uh, drink and he's just walking around and uh, you guys are working very, okay, look, look, straighten up that thing. Now he just walks around. At the end of the day, they earn so little and he walks out with the millions. If ad work, if ad work is equal to wealth, then I want to say that there's disparity in our world. If how hard you work determines how wealthy you should become, then there's disparity in this world. Because those who work the hardest should be paid the most. But you and I know that the reality is not so. Somebody comes to the office in the morning and meet somebody who has slept there all night or all day and say, I may God, good morning. He said, good morning, God, welcome, sir. That one arrives around nine o'clock at about five o'clock. He again goes, ah, may God, good night. Eh? The may God sleeps there watching, listen, the may God watches over the entire organization. And at the end of the month, he goes back home with peanut. And the one who comes to work in the organization within a few hours and goes back home for five days earns the highest. Are you listening to what I'm saying here? <laughs> so favor is a spiritual force. It guarantees uncommon happenings. Hard work is good. But the limitation of hard work is that it can only take you as far as you can take yourself. That's the limitation of hard work. The limitation of hard work is that it can only take you as far as you can take yourself. The wonders of divine favor is that favor takes over from where you stop. That's the beautiful thing about hard work, favor. It takes over from where you stop. And produces the kind of result that you could never have produced. Practical example where we studied last week, 1 Samuel chapter 10. 1 Samuel chapter 9 chapter 10. The Bible says Saul had gone all over the place looking for his father's donkey. He's gone to Shalisha, he's gone to Shalim, he's gone everywhere looking for his father's donkey. He has applied effort, he's worked hard. Looking for donkey. Somebody's here looking for donkey too. Worked so very hard. Left home very early in the morning. Came to Abuja very early. Knows all the places that were bushes in Abuja in those days. And can tell you the history of Abuja. Pastor, you know where Hilton is now. In those days, when Abuja was Abuja, when we came. Pastor, Hilton was a bush. That's where normally you normally have monkeys. The pastor, you see that Nikon luxury, you even see the villa, Pastor. We used to walk through the villa and bust out around AYA. Pastor, those places were bush. Look at how everything has developed now. And you were watching the city develop and you never made progress. 
I have somebody like that. He will come and say, Pastor, ah, you see Wuse? I say, yes. He said, look at Wuse today. He Pastor, those days, who cared to even buy land in Wuse? He said, Wuse was a bush. He said, you see this area where Mr. Biggs? He said, no, it was all a bush. We normally walk through here. So I said, so where is your land? He said, I didn't know. I, I didn't know that this city would become like this, Pastor. Doesn't have a single land in this city. And it was here. <laughs> so how early you come does not guarantee how fast you will move. Progress is not a function of early arrival. Who came first does not determine who will rise first. Just like who was born first will not determine who will become the most blessed. <laughs> it's all about favor. The most beautiful is not guaranteed to be the first that will get married. Neither is it a curse on the ugly one that she will never be married. The mystery about life is the one you consider to be ugly, unattractive. The mystery about life is that you will be watching how that she will get married and the beautiful one will be left behind. It's a mystery. Haven't you wondered how that the people that are reigning when it comes to singing are not the most gifted? Talk to me. Have you listened to some songs in Nigeria? Have you listened to some songs? <laughs> you pick some CD and the moment you slot it in that marks the end of the slot it and slot eject immediately because may I not contaminate my environment with that kind of song and, and you know why you are angry at that kind of manifestation of lack of skill you will not be hearing out that that person is the one everybody is inviting all over the place to come and sing like, why, what are you going to market It's a mystery about life. And I want to say something here. That's why I'm going this way and I'll soon be true. The race is not for the mighty. <laughs> the race is not for the mighty. The race is not for the swift. The race is not for the gifted. The race is not for the most educated. The name of your university is irrelevant in the field of life. If favor does not visit you, your certificate becomes irrelevant. You can go to Massachusetts, MIT, go and study in Harvard. You will be shocked out that you will go for a job and somebody from Nasarawa State University will get the job that you from Harvard can get. Pastor, I was at an embassy recently. I'll mention one. I was at an embassy. And as soon as uh, my wife and I came in, guess what we saw, sir? We saw one guy. He was speaking. He was talking to the people at the gate. He said, do you know who I am? You are playing with me, sir. You don't understand my potential in this country. Do you know who? And people were telling me, sir, allergy, calm down. He said, no. This guy is messing up with my family. He, is, he has insulted my family, my family. How can he tell me to wait? Does he know who I is? And people were begging him. You know why? 
His English may be the one that may never score a point in your English class. But the guy commands some kind of resources that will make you sit down and become a, a teacher to his children and he will pay you. And then the guy got angry and said, do you know that I can pay you and buy you? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. How did he get there? I see servants on horses. And I see those who should be on the horses walking on the ground. What is going on? It's a mystery, an inequality, an imbalance in society. But there is something that can reverse the imbalance. It is called favor. Favor can cause those who should sit on the horse to be moved from the ground and be made to sit on the horses. The worst thing that can ever happen to you as a Christian is to disqualify yourself from any position or possession in life on the account of your background. You didn't hear what I just said right now. You need to listen to that again. Never say I don't qualify because favor can qualify you. Talk to me about the university that Joseph went to to qualify him to be the one that will rule over the land of Egypt. Tell me about the university that Daniel went to. Everything that they wanted to do in the university of Babylon. Daniel said, I will not defile myself. I will not do it like you do it in Babylon. And Daniel became the most distinguished one. There's something about favor. Some say favor ain't fair. Absolutely true. When God favors you, God favors you. You become a mystery to many. Where others who speak English and speak full English start to finish, no error. You will come and speak English with some little errors here and there. And people will clap for you and ignore the one that had no error. It's what favor does. There's something about favor when God's favor is upon your life. People like you and not necessarily what you do. When favor is not upon your life, you try to use what you do to make people like you. It's a subjective way of trying to win relationships. Trying to use what you do to make people like you. But when favor is upon your life, what you do is irrelevant here. That doesn't mean you should take for granted what you do. You imagine if favor will cause people to fall in love with you irrespective of what you do. You imagine what will happen if you will not make sure that what you do is excellent. You are going to have favor sustained for a long time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to help support the podcast through your giving and donations, kindly click on the donate button or visit www.samoyepodcast.com Don't forget to join us daily for the Prophetic Prayer Hour with Rev. Sam Oye via our YouTube channel at Rev. Sam Oye. Also, if what you desire is a change in your faith, family, and financial life, then experience the unraveling ministry of Rev. Sam Oye by being in any of our life-transforming services. Log on to www.samoye.com thetransformingchurch.org for details. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter at Rev Sam Oye. Thanks again. I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>